0: So I've been I've been tracing chasing down Carolyn Kilma for a while, a biology teacher at Bristol Eastern. Uh, Carolyn, I I you know I'm I'm of two minds here. You know I want to celebrate you, but also I know it's a very difficult week for you and your students and your community. Um, thank you for coming on this morning.
1: Good morning, Brian. Thank you for having
0: me. So I just first want to ask you, I, you know, if people don't know your name, you are the Connecticut Teacher of the Year. And you also teach in, at Bristol Eastern. And I, I do want to ask you, I mean, in, in light of the news we all know about, how, how, how does this, do you have conversations with your students about this? And, and does this trickle down to imp, impact the students in your class?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's really devastating on all levels. You know, these are members of our family, like all the heroes in blue are, but especially these two, uh, officer and sergeant, were working very closely with their school and at the high school level, Officer Hansen in particular was a, just a huge, had a huge impact on our students as the young cadets program here. Um, He was in charge of them. And so many of my students are dealing with a lot of difficulty right now. And So the students, the
0: students knew knew them. They knew them.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, And so um, it's heartbreaking on on so many levels there. And um, that day was really difficult, but we're, we're trying to keep, moving forward, you know, like uh like the officer and sergeant would want us to do and and so we're I'm there for my students if they want to talk, but for me in my class as a science teacher, I'm trying my best to keep business as usual and I right. think that's part of the healing for some of them is just learning that we need to continue and keep moving forward. And so when students do want to talk, of course I'm there um for any student. And that's part of, you know, that social emotional learning that we're working really hard to to get our students to trust And feel comfortable and feel safe in the school. And and that's part of what we have to do is take care of them.
0: Yeah. And of course, school closed tomorrow. So everyone can go to the funeral at Renssela Field in East Hartford. Right. Uh, we're talking with Carolyn uh, Kilmo. So let's let's do what you were doing in class. Let's go on with the classwork. Let's go on with, with why uh, we initially wanted to, to speak with you. And this Teacher of the Year thing, how does that How does that even – obviously, you must be great at what you do. And, and I want to talk about biology and, and teaching. But how does something like the process – because I, I know I'm sure in every school district there are dozens of nominees. How does it work? Right.
1: Yes. So um, we're nominated in the spring. Other teachers and colleagues will nominate um, teachers. And then we have the option to fill out the application, which clearly I did, um, which is a process, a bunch of questions, obviously. And then that gets sent to the Board of Ed. They have, there's a committee who reviews that. They pick several finalists uh, from that, and then we interview, um, and then we get found to one. And so that was me for Bristol. And then at the is that what you want to do and at the state level, that's then you apply for the state of Connecticut. And that's another set of questions which are similar to the ones for the Bristol community. And then um, that could narrow down to sixteen semi finalists, then narrowed down to four finalists there. And then we went to the legislative building for interviews with a large panel and I have to, you know, thank the Connecticut Council of teachers for that that was amazing experience going to the state capitol and having those interviews and then they come to the school i'm sorry it's a big process they come to the school and interview yeah staff teachers parents um and the whole community basically to kind of get an overview of you each finalist has that happen and then they pick after that
0: Did you go purple hair for the interviews I went blue. Yeah, okay. all blue. All blue. <laughs> um, it's great. I see the pictures of you uh, online. And now, of course, you can win National Teacher of the Year and maybe run for Congress like Johanna Hayes did uh, several years ago. <laughs> it's an amazing accomplishment. I must make you feel really good. Were you? Su- I mean, once you get in the process, obviously, we all like to win and so on. But were you surprised uh, when you got the word? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think I... I think I just yelled, let's go, you know, I was really excited. Um, but uh, it was the experiment, experience, excuse me, was so exciting. And, like, having all my students come and, like, show me all that love, it was just overwhelming with emotion. You know, it wow. was really great.
0: You know, I should have asked maybe one or two students to come in, too, because, you know, it's hard to talk about what your strengths are sometimes. But I don't know the degree of your own, your own humility. But what what do you think? honestly when you go at the end of the day when you're eating your dinner or eating your breakfast cereal what what do you feel the most pride in that makes you a good teacher
1: uh, i would have to say the connections i make with my students outside of school as well like for example last weekend i got to officiate the wedding of a former student wow. um and things like that like staying in touch with them hearing about all the amazing things they're doing in their lives and And not just in science, because I do have students who go into research and who are working on Parkinson's research. It's amazing the things that they're going into. Um, and they say, they say that it's because of me, but I know it's because of them and their hard work and dedication. But, uh, that, the after effects, like seeing them out or, are having those connections that's really what it's all about and feeling like I'm making a difference and I'm improving our community by making better humans essentially
0: you know a lot of people are cynical about our youth and I have three children three teenagers and and I'm just curious you've been doing this for 20 years 14 plus in Bristol is there is there a shift in the amount of respect you you garner in the classroom Are the kids different
1: yeah I would definitely say they're different from when I started out teaching uh, but I was a different person when I started out teaching too. You know, I was young and I was focused on the content more. And I'm realizing now, especially in past, you know, I don't want to bring up COVID because we're trying to move on from that as well. But um, that was really difficult for many students. And they're still coming back from a little bit of trauma from that, um, some more than others. But it's a different world we live in now. And we have to teach differently. The old school methods are not going to work with this group anymore. You have to always be innovating. And that's, that's true of education, and it has been true. We have to evolve our craft. We have to change um, to fit the needs of the students that we have in front of us.
0: But are they as respectful as they were 20 years ago? Mm. I
1: don't know. I, I don't know about respectful. It's just different. It, I, I, just, I don't know if it's a respect thing, but it's a different student. The respect is earned. Like, you have to—and not just—I have to— Uh, connect with my students to get that respect. Does that make sense? Yeah. That is different. Yeah. Yeah, that is different.
0: I feel like that's how it is in my own house. Uh, But I will tell you, I I took as much bio as I could because I wasn't good at math. I took three years of bio, including you know AP. So my ADB, my ATP, all, all that stuff. I still kind of remember it. It's like thirty-seven. I talked about ATP today. Good job. Yeah. Well, good <laughs> luck. Hey, listen. Congratulations. I know it's a difficult week, and my condolences, and all of us here at TIC, of course, go out to the communities in Bristol, and uh, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So much, sir. Have a great day. You too, Carolyn Kilma, Connecticut's Teacher of the Year at Bristol Eastern.